All right now, you boppers, it's some good news. It seems that we're back with another episode of... <laughs> I'm playing, y'all. Hey, yo, what's up? It's your host, Jared. Um, and yes, um, <laughs> 10 points if you get the reference. Anybody seen the Warriors? No? Yes, no, maybe so. But yes, we are back with another episode, Awkward Adventures of College Graduate. It is your host, Jared. Um, and we just, we back, man. We back with another thing. This is my first, like... I guess you could say, I don't want to say real episode of June, but I'll say like flagship episode of June. So as you know, a couple of weeks ago, I, I started a new segment called The Alpha, um, How You Started. And on there, um, I essentially like recorded, not recorded, but I interviewed an artist, well, not an artist per se, a businesswoman, um, well, graphic artist. And, you know, overall creative, and we talked about what her journey has been like. So look out for more of those, and look out for more interviews with musical artists and more, you know, um, other segments coming up. But this week, we back in our flagship. So we, it's just me and here, you know, we just talking about a little bit of everything. So how we finna start off first is, give me one second, y'all. I gotta plug my laptop up, because I don't want it dying in the middle of me recording, because that would suck, right? But first, what we're going to do, it is June, so there are a couple things to recognize this month. Um, so at, when this episode drops, it'll be, not December, I was about to say December. <laughs> it'll be June 17th, so it'll be a couple days off from Juneteenth. Juneteenth is a celebration of essentially like all black people knowing that they were freed from slavery. And to celebrate that, we essentially, do, 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 I'm going to give you the full information. <clears throat> It's basically celebrating emancipation of those who were enslaved in Texas, one of the last places where slavery was still, um, you know, it still occurred. One of the last places to find out that we were, you know, emancipated by, of course, you know, the Emancipation Proclamation and also the amendment. But um, <coughs> um, that still did make a difference for some slaves. So as a way to observe it, you know, we may sing, you know, some Negro spirituals. We may, you know, do other things or just participate. And it's just generally a day to just really think about, you know, how far we've come and different things like that. But I will say, um, even as we are moving into a different space where they are working to basically make it a federal law that will allow us to celebrate it, let's just not make it a law, right? Um, that's my biggest thing with this is that while it's nice to have a law for this it's nice to recognize this and it should definitely be something that we recognize of course my biggest thing is this is that like it's been stated if we're going to recognize it and we're going to have a day off then there shouldn't be laws stopping us from talking about and teaching what the true meaning of the day is and just the true meaning of what what's occurred in this country this history and these things that occurred are not things that are secrets. They're not things that are made up. It's not made off fairy tales um, that occurred. It's not Cinderella. It's not you know Snow White. It's not any of these grim tales. It's nothing like that. This is true in real history. So in order for the real impact to be made and not just to become another day that we have off from school and work, for it to be felt, they need to be able to. People need to be able to teach it as well as know that you know if we're starting with this and we're doing this law then if you're capable of p pushing as well and promoting that and understanding that there were enslaved people, then you're also capable of doing, I don't know, um, I don't know, let me, what's the word I'm looking for? Passing legislation that also helps 
the people who are, you know, a result of that history. So, in other words, those descendants of slaves who are still being affected by a lot of policies that are still, you know, in place to this day. <laughs> Things that are making it much harder for people of African American descent to really get a leg up in this country and to truly just, you know, live their lives unequivocally without worrying about what others are doing. So that's my thing. So shout out to Juneteenth coming up. Please celebrate. It's a definitely a day to celebrate. We have to take our wins, you know, to be black in America and to constantly, you know, deal with microaggressions, to, to constantly deal with just some of the things that we deal with. You need to have a day where you can celebrate just being black unequivocally and just be happy to be black and have that space. So I definitely say definitely celebrate it, but also, you know, keep mindful of the work that needs to be done and there's much of it to do and realize that you're not in this by yourself. So two up um, for Juneteenth that's coming up. Another thing, it is June, which means it is Pride Month. Now, what is Pride Month? Pride Month is generally a month and I'm just giving history for anybody who doesn't know. I think most people who are listening to this podcast know. Pride Month is generally a month that is used to celebrate or to bring, I'll say, it's a celebrate. It is a celebrate, but also bring awareness to people of the LGBTQ plus IA community and the different struggles that they've gone through, as well as triumph, you know, some of the things that have gone well and just bring awareness overall. And celebrating just the history of that and what that looks like and understanding the history of it you know so shout out to people who are celebrating this month you know at awkward adventures a college graduate we are definitely a safe space you know and as allies we stand with you during that time well not during that time it's not like a bad time but we stand with you you know and so we appreciate you we love everybody here so um that's one one quick thing just kind of a shout out <coughs> excuse me but one thing I've noticed, and I just want to talk about this, and maybe I ain't the one to talk about it, or I should be talking about it, but there's a couple of things. Um, as an ally, there's a couple of things that we need to do and a couple of things that we should be mindful of. And this is something I've noticed. So, first off, um, as soon as the month started, we noticed, and I think everybody on social media, you know, one thing I've noticed, and I'll say other people have noticed, is a very huge abundance of things like you know companies that have changed their their logos to the, reflect the rainbow um you know which is a very common factor like a common symbol of the lgbtqia community uh which is you know fine uh they also do new, use a new flag now of which they have the black and brown as well as the part of the flag that represents people uh of the trans community and i believe also of non-binary it's it's separate but I just I want to make sure everybody's included so um, there's been a lot of companies doing that and so that's great and all but one thing we need to be mindful of you know and even as somebody myself being an ally or whatever is we got to put our money where our mouth is <laughs> so if we're supporting of you know that community if we're ensuring that they're taken care of if we're ensuring that you know we're doing things in order you know rocking a flag or changing a flag and i'm speaking more specifically to corporations <laughs> that's cool and all but put your money where your mouth is you know especially the corporations that are secretly or not so secretly doing business with organizations that aren't as supporting of it and the thing is is that i'll say this 
quote unquote everybody has their opinions right and that's how you feel but yeah your opinions doesn't matter or your opinion isn't valid when you're actively <laughs> doing campaigns and you're you're paying an organization that's literally doing campaigns against people who are different so you know for instance a certain organization i'm not going to say names on here because i'm not trying to do that also <laughs> podcast public so don't get me caught up but certain organizations will say that they're inclusive you know that they support that community but then they'll turn around and give money to anti-gay um organizations that work against you know people of the community that actively do campaigns that talk about how bad this is or you know do other things that support like legislation that's very problematic or regressive in a sense of that community so we need to be very mindful of the organizations that we support and the corporations that we support and realize that you know and it's just like and it's interesting too because I'm, I'm going to talk about that in a second is that <laughs> it kind of is there's there's parallels that you can be can be made between this and Juneteenth and certain things it feels like um, when you have marginalized groups or you have groups, and I don't want to put it down to like, you know, the LGBTQIA community is marginalized, but to a certain degree they are. You know, when you're um, a group that's not the majority and you're still fighting for your rights, you're considered a marginalized group. So with that said, it's it's always, it's not funny, but it's it's kind of ironic. You have this, you know, you have this thought process of these corporations that you know, they can, you know, stand up or they can be 10 toes down and make a social media post or they can change their flag and stuff like that. But yet they're still doing things that are, you know, actively against that or not really putting their money where their mouth is. And so you'll see there, there's pride sales. You've seen a lot of that. There are organizations that are, I don't want to say profiting off of it, um, Pride Month, but it, it kind of feels like that. And, you know, it can come off as very performative. And we in a black community, you know, and I'm sure even more so people who are black and queer, that's a term that's generally used, probably feel more so because, you know, it, and we, it goes back to like last year when it came down to the movement. And even this year, you know, you see with Pride and the different organizations is everything was cool and stuff like that. Everybody rocked the t-shirt. Everybody said Black Lives Matter and they'd be out and all that stuff. And I'm not judging people's, you know, what they did and things like that. But for some people, it was very performative. And it wasn't a thing of like, I'm going to do anything until I see everybody else is doing something. And that, and that's not to say, right, that, oh, you can't be encouraged to or whatever. But for some people, it's performative in the sense that I just want to be seen or I just want to do this because I think it's the thing I'm supposed to do or, or whatever. Or I'm just doing this for for attention or whatever. Or I'm just... Um, I'm just trying to be like a savior, right? And so those are the things that you have to very, very, very much be like mindful of, right? Is that, you know, you don't want to get caught into the, being this, like being performative and things like that. And so the way to do that is, you know, and I'm speaking for, and I don't, I'm not speaking for any community. <laughs> I can only speak for the black community. Um, can't speak for that com other community, but I think as an ally, what I've observed or what I think you have to be mindful of doing is, you know, first off, give people a platform to speak and talk about their experiences and talk about how difficult it is and to like really get into the, you know, the, the meat and potatoes of that situation and what that's like and really talk about the real issues, right? And not just focusing on some of the positives, right? Because from my understanding of history of, of pride, that it didn't start off as, you know, 
parades and you know people just celebrating and things like that it started with with riots riots with the stonewall riots you know there were there were uh specifically you know black and brown people black trans women black bisexual people who are part of that and it was riots against the police or it was more so protests against police that resulted from you know police brutality and so of course with that you have to be mindful of that history and you have to acknowledge that history as well you know where while it's very good where you know things have come you can't just focus on that same thing when i was talking about juneteenth while we're happy where we're at you know we've had a black president we we've had some type of <clears throat> upward mobility in the sense of things you can't allow that to take away from the true and very real history of what had to occur you know and the lives that were lost to get to this point and that's what i'm saying there and as an ally you know you don't want to you don't want to cheapen or you don't want to i guess you know um it's cheap in the best word i'm using i'm trying to use you don't want to downplay truly what the whole meaning of pride is and excuse me if i didn't you know explain it correctly you don't want to do that you want to be able to you know do the right thing which is why i say put your money where your mouth is to giving a platform you know donating to organizations bringing awareness to organizations even having a conversation with somebody who is of that community you know however they identify whether you know with their sexuality or their gender identity to those are two very different things and just understanding what that process has been like if they want to have a conversation of course you know but you know or just being like a safe space you know in those moments where somebody may need to vent or you know if you see something that's occurring you know speaking up against it and not just being complacent and being a there's a term that uh at work <laughs> as we've like you know been learning about you know there's a book we read called how to be anti-racist which was used for some training and stuff like that and not just being an ally but a co-conspirator you know and co-conspirator in the sense of just not standing by idly and how you can even use your privilege you know which sometimes it may not feel like you have privilege but there are certain privileges you may have to help others so that's just something that came to my attention just seeing a lot of companies just kind of do their thing so you know companies put your money where your mouths are and people who are you know allies make sure you truly are being real allies and you're being co-conspirators and using the privilege that you have to bring awareness to things and helping out and another thing <laughs> i just thought about too and i feel bad you know for like queer people is this whole thought process of like and it's not funny but I, it's something i've heard a lot recently in the last few weeks it's like this whole thought of there's some type of gay agenda <laughs> and it's just like this this thought process is like ridiculous to me because i don't see how i don't understand it's not computing for me how there can be some type of like gay agenda <laughs> and that's something that i think oftentimes is very much used within the black community right is that there's some type of like gay agenda that's being used to to stop you know the upward mobility of black people or to stop the movement of black people and, and things like that when in reality you know throughout history <laughs> there's always been um black and queer people you know and i use queer because queer is kind of like an encompassing term you know because you know you can be gay you can be bisexual you can be lesbian you can be a multitude of different things depending on how you identify and how you express your gender or or so so i just want to use that as inclusive language but you know it's it's kind of ridiculous because you do have those people <clears throat> who are both you know black and queer 
in a sense who are dealing with that it's like no they're just human beings living (laughs) and so you know from what i've heard a lot of people say it's not exactly something that you can control and you pick and it's not something that's I don't think it's programmed. This is something that kind of occurs. So this thought process that there's some type of agenda that is occurring that, you know, people are, you know, feeding into that's supposed to like, you know, to kind of take away or to, I guess, um, you know, make it more, I don't want to say difficult. I'm trying to think of the word that I'm, I'm using or, or so the like kind of like, you know, I guess, yeah, take away from black liberation or whatever. It's stupid to me. <laughs> I, I I don't I, I don't know any other better way to put it. It's just it's stupid and it's ridiculous to me, you know. And I think it gets even you know it's even more so why I say I feel bad is because you have these black and queer people who are both essentially in the sense a middle. And you know one of the words I will I'll have you look up today is talk about intersectionality, a term coined by a black woman. That basically talks about all the different parts, and I'm going to actually, I'm going to, I'm going to, to, I'm going to explain. I'm going to read it, and because I, I want to explain it the correct way, and I don't want it used in a, I don't want to use it in the wrong way. I'm, I'm trying to find it. Excuse me. It was coined and created by Kimberly Crenshaw, a black woman, and they talk talking about the myth busting of intersectionality. So allow me to kind of read into that. I want to just give a, a good a good definition as I don't want to you know mess it up. Because I know how to explain it, but I don't want to explain it in a, a wrong way. A wrong way. Okay, so I guess this is the best way to... Intersectionality is the interconnected nature of social categorizations, categorizations, excuse me, such as race, class, and gender regarded as creating overlapping independent systems of discrimination or or disadvantage, a theoretical approach based on such a premise. So I think that's the best way to describe it. So it basically essentially says that you're not just, so boom, let's take take somebody, for example, let's take, um, let's take Janelle Monae, that's just, you know, you know how much I love her, you know, her music and stuff like that. And it's just, she's an easier example. So with Janelle Monae, she's not just a black woman, right? You know, that's just one part of her identity. She's not just a queer woman. That's not just one part of her identity. She's not just a a woman. Uh, that's not just one part of her identity. She is a black queer woman. So a lot of different things overlap when it comes down to that and what that kind of looks like. So she's not black first. She's not queer first. She's not a woman first. She's all those things concurrently. And so when you say things like that and you kind of make those thoughts or those uh, is it, is propagations, is that the word that I'm looking for? I want to make sure I'm using language correctly.
or I'll say maybe not propagations. When you're when you're making a um, in in inference <laughs> like that, or you're making a um, you know, I guess inference is probably the the best word like that. When you're when you're saying things like that, and you're you're saying that to black queer people, it can make them feel really bad, you know, in a sense because especially as I just spoke to, is that these are people who aren't just just black. They're not just, you know, if they're a man or a woman or, or non-conforming to gender or things like that. They're not just those things. They're also queer on top of it. And those things are concurrent. Those things are happening at one time. So you can be black and still, you could be black, queer, a male, a woman, or male-identifying, feminine-identifying, or non-binary, or you could be transitioning from a trans woman or trans man, uh, you know, however you identify in those ways and still very much have a passion for what's going on within the black community and Black Lives Matter, you know, and basically, you know, making sure that there are equal rights for all in terms of just like, you know, the upper mobility of, of black people or African people or African-American people, whatever verbiage and language you decide to use while also fighting for the inclusion of queer people in society, you know, whether that's fighting for equal rights when it comes to marriage, which is fortunately something that they don't they no longer have to fight for, or it can be fighting for, you know, representation in media and different things like that. Those are not two different connected things. And because these are people um, because of intersectionality, there's a very special type of, you know, advantages or not much there there I guess you can't really say advantages there's a certain type of disadvantages or or oppression that they face you know that makes it difficult because you're probably in some ways getting it from many sides you're not just getting it from being black you're not just getting it from being queer you're getting it from being black and queer and within that self there's a certain subset of of discrimination that you're gonna you know you're gonna experience and I've kind of talked about this on the episode where we talked about, you know, Good Talk on Good Friday and the whole, you know, thing with uh, Little Nas X, you know, him being both a, you know, both him being a black man and both gay, you know, concurrently, he faced a special type of, you know, he had a special type of intersectionality. And I hope I'm using the language correctly. If there is anybody who's listening and I'm not, please correct me. Um, But essentially, there is definitely a special, you know, a special type of, of oppression that he faced because of that, you know, because as black people who are, from what I've witnessed, who are black, gay, queer, whatever, and men, there's a certain perception of, like, you know, within the black community of, like, you know, being soft, quote-unquote, or, you know, growing up in church, if you grew up in church, so that's a special type of, like, uh, I'll say oppression here because you know that's a that's a unique experience you know because there is a thought process of how like you know religion is sometimes ran or how sometimes churches are ran of like you know you're going to hell or you know like once again that whole you know love the the sinner not the sin type of thing and all those different doctrines and things that come into place so it's not something that you know occurs separately so please be mindful of that and please do realize that, which is why like it's it's a while it's a ridiculous thought process that there's some type of like gay gender or whatever and you know 
you can almost laugh at it because of how ridiculous it is. That it's really a thought process, but it's a it's a foolish and it's even a dangerous thought process because you're basically essentially um I guess your word I'm looking for is you're you're excluding people of that of their personal experience, right? And you're you're taking away from the work that they did because like I've mentioned for mentioned with the whole stolen wall riots and those protests, that's for police brutality. And those are people of color. Those are black people. You know, black trans women. Um, you know, black people, black queer people. And so police brutality is not something that's just faced by um, you know, straight black people or or, you know, gender conforming black people. It's something that's faced by all black people, no matter how you express your sexuality, your gender, different things like that. So it just makes it easier if we're all on the same page and we're all fighting together rather than fighting against each other and fighting separately. Because at the end of the day, it just makes the job easier for those who don't want us to unite. Let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a thou. You know, if I'm your brother, I'm your, that's your sister, we're all these different things. We all have different identities and, you know, we all look at things differently. That's, it is what it is, you know, rather than fighting somebody about that, you know, and doing that, why not, you know, pull your resources and your energy together and fight for each other and have each other's back. But that's just my two cents. I just wanted to talk about that because I feel like it was important to kind of talk about Juneteenth and talk about Pride Month. So once again, shout out to y'all. Happy Pride Month. Love y'all. Definitely support you here at Awkward Adventures of College Graduate. So what I kind of want to talk about and really get into during the podcast is I did some traveling a couple weeks ago. Your boy was was out of state. He did his first adult road trip. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, yes. I did my first adult road trip like as a like a real adult. Like I was in a car. Um, I was riding, riding, you know, in the whip. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> but now, nah, like, for real, for real. I, so, give you some background. So, I got my first car, my first car, my first whip, my first whip, <laughs> my first car in 2019. And that was in October of 2019. I had just got a job or whatever. And I need to get to work, and there was no way my mom could take me to work. I had to be working at like 8.30, she had to be working at 9, <laughs> and my job was in the opposite direction as hers, so luckily my cousin was selling his 1999 Jeep Cherokee, still love that car, miss that car. I even I love my car now, Apollo's my, my dog, for real, for real, that's the name of my car as well. <laughs> but like this, this green, Hunter Green 1999 Jeep Cherokee XJ beautiful beautiful had the monster tires on them so i was riding high <laughs> i was riding high but you know that wasn't a car i can necessarily take road trips in and i didn't have it long so i had that car from october to about january or so and you know you know the end of october or the end of 2019 was little did we know <laughs> it was the face us so i got that you know my car Got totaled on the way down to my dad's house, or not even before I even could hit the road. <laughs> it got totaled, um, and you know, fortunately the front got smashed in. There's a couple things I was thinking about. I'm like, man, you know, I wish I could fix it, but it just wasn't worth the money at the time, or it wasn't. Yeah, it just wasn't. I couldn't do it and everything like that. So, car got totaled. Boom. All I had was liability, so 
this, this was what it was but <laughs> car got totaled so next car i got was a 2004 Hyundai santa fe love that car boom car was amazing you know, I finally had the key. I could park. I could beep. I could like, you know, lock my door to toot toot, and it had the little beep, the little beep beep, the little dee dee, or the little chirp chirp, <laughs> more like a little chirp chirp when you <laughs> when you locked it or whatever. So I'm riding. It's already upgrade. Like my my old car didn't have the power locks. You know, I just had to do it automatically and all that stuff. No power windows. I had to roll the mugs down, all that stuff. But it was cool for real for real because I had that car throughout the winter pretty much, or like most of the, like the cold cold months and all that stuff. Well, not really, because I have a car from anywhere to March, because I got the car in March. So, you know, of course, then the world shut down. COVID happened. You know, nobody's really taking road trips and doing stuff like that. Then, you know, I'm trying to protect my family, trying to protect myself, most importantly. So, most I did was maybe go to South Jersey in that car. I don't really consider that a road trip. So, it wasn't until I got my most recent car which is a, a 2018 Nissan Rogue. Shout out to God and him making a way because <laughs> I'll keep it a buck. I wasn't planning to like, I was planning to hold on to that car for a minute, my last car for a minute, you know, but God had other plans. That car just had so many problems. And when I got it, had honestly had problems, stuff like that. I was like, you know, we just gonna ride it out. We gonna work it out. But there's one problem with the airbag thing that happened. It was just like, nah, I can't even drive this anymore. So, you know, God bless me. I had a job at that point in time. Was able to do what I had to do, and you know, <coughs> able to do what I had to do. And basically, I was I purchased that car, you know. So, pre-owned, nice car. Mileage is pretty low. Love the car. Honestly, it's my. It's I love it. it has everything I wanted and more. Some things I was like looking for. I was like, oh, I probably can't afford to put that in there. All that stuff. But you know, if you if you're always you know in the in the thought, you know, I say go pre-owned you don't have to get brand new or whatever especially if you have certain features you're looking for you want to have in your car it just makes it easier but anyway moving on so <clears throat> still COVID still very much a thing and all that stuff and you know I was unemployed and stuff like that so now it's summer it's a little bit hotter and things are better I'm vaccinated you know the world is open up things are a little bit better we're, we're getting these numbers down we're doing the best that we can against this now it's time to have a hot boy summer. <laughs> Not a hot boy summer, but now it's time to like, you know, have a little bit more of an open summer, a little bit more of a fun summer, you know, with being safe too as well. So I um basically got like an invitation for a graduation party in Maryland with one of my friends, one of my boys from Lincoln. Um, shout out to him for graduating. We proud of you, bro. Definitely proud of you. See you from a freshman to your senior year has been huge growth. You did what you did. You did what you had to do, bro. And you really, you really glowed up. Proud of you for it. So, got that invitation. I was like, at first I was like, nah, man, I don't know about that. I'm feeling like, I, I just, like, and for most people, and most people on the podcast, like, who know me in real life, be like, you're not really an introvert. You're not this, you're not that, da 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 You're not awkward and all that stuff. No, no, I really am. <laughs> the reason I'm not like that around you, <laughs> per se, or at least I'm not like that around you anymore is because I know you, right? But for me, I'm very much an awkward person, introverted person. So, like, I'm like, ah, uh, social gathering and people and stuff like that. I talk and make small talk and all this stuff. Excuse me, I'm sorry. I've, obviously, I have no home training because that's burping the mic. My bad, y'all. <laughs> but, you know, pretty much, pretty much. Um, the biggest thing is, like, um, what this is, I was like, I don't know if I want to do that and all that stuff and all these different things. And just literally coming up with excuses in my head not to and all that. And I was like, no. 
I said, you need a little vacation, you know, you need to go somewhere, you need to do something for yourself. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to go here. This is the perfect excuse to, like, you know, go down to Maryland. It was the Maryland, by the way. It's the perfect excuse to go down to Maryland. You can see a couple, a couple of your friends while you're down there, you know, check in with them. It's been since 2019 since you've seen them. And it'll just be a good time. And, you know, you got this car. You, you barely breaking in with the miles, you know, why not go ahead and, you know, get some mileage on, put a little mileage on it, you know, you have a reliable mode of transportation, so it's not like you got to worry about that, all you really, for real, for real, got to worry about is gas, tolls, and a place to stay for the night or whatever, so I put some thought to it, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and do it, so <laughs> originally, I had like an intention to drive down by myself, I had a doctor's appointment that Saturday, after that, I was going to hop right in the car. I was just going to hit the road and just go straight there. Boom. But just, it's funny how, you know, like I always say, the God and Creator works out. Because I was, I was going to go solo, though. Like, I had already got booked my hotel. <laughs> um, I had got myself, like, a king-size bed or whatever. <laughs> and um, I just had, I had things set up. Like, I, I had booked everything. I was like, I'm going to go. But I happened to just, for whatever reason, like, you know, one of my friends... Uh, shout out to Julian. He's been on the podcast. Uh, he he called me or something like that. I was just like, oh okay. We and him don't we don't talk super super often. You know we're close we're close but we're close definitely. But you know sometimes you know I'm here he's there. You know we're doing different things. So communication isn't always you know at its highest or highest or whatever that looks like in the sense. So you know he called me. I called him back. We were talking and stuff like that. And I just had a thought and I called him back a little bit later. I was like, you want to go to Maryland with me? He was like, yeah, of course. I'm like, I was like, first I was like, you do anything this weekend? He's like, no, nah, I'm not doing anything this weekend. I said, all right, come on, go to Maryland with me. And he was just like, okay, sure. So, <laughs> you know, it went from, you know, being a solo dole trip, which would have been all right, but it wouldn't have been as fun, you know, not having him. And, you know, basically he agreed. I, you know, I had to go that way anyway <laughs> to get to Maryland. So I drove to South Jersey, picked him up. We went back, you know, we went down, I drove that, and he helped drive, drove back, but basically, I'm saying all this to say, I had a really good weekend, like, that was a really dope weekend, um, and I'm gonna talk about that first, let me tell you something, if y'all don't know, so, my birthday is January 17th, Capricorn gang, 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 boom, <laughs> whole lot of Capricorn stuff, January Capricorns, different than December Capricorns, people say it's not, but I feel like it's a difference, I just feel like there's a different type of energy there, I feel like, where Capricorns are very much like, you know, um, hard and really tough and everything like that and things like that and bullheaded. I feel like you get that with December Capricorns, but I feel like you get more like the, more like of the, you still get that with January Capricorns, I'm not gonna lie. But I feel like we're a little bit more social in a sense, you know, but we also don't like people as much too. It, it's a thing, you know, it's a thing. So I shout out to them. But I said that because Julian um, is literally a day behind me or his birthday is 18th, my birthday is 17th, so when I tell y'all, you like, <laughs> we share a brain sometimes, like, musically, and just different things, like, we'll just be sharing, like, thinking the same thing at the same time, it's, it's really wild, <laughs> it's really wild, so, you know, music-wise, we're, we're vibing down and all that stuff, and that's the, that's a, that's the important thing, like, and I'm talking about, like, having, like, a road trip, and, like, you know, road tripping as an adult, you have to have a good co-pilot. You have to have a great co-pilot. Somebody that you can vibe out with, you know. If they got the aux cord, all right, you know, they gonna play the fire music that you need, you know. You can't be on a road trip with no whack music. So that was one big thing I made sure I did it before I left. I had made a pre, I had made a pre, like, road trip. I have, like, for, like, mumps 
in like almost a year i had a whole road trip vibes <laughs> um not mixtape <laughs> playlist i had saved my phone just for the occasion all that stuff so like you know ta- that was the time to pull it out and everything like that and because me and him are you know similar in some of our musical taste it just worked out well so maybe we playing some of the old school stuff right now maybe playing some of that house stuff some of that jersey house some of that follow me follow me follow me i'm hoping dun, 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 uh, dee, uh, hey, hey. okay let me stop but like you know that whole thing so you have to have a good co-pilot, you know, and you have to be on the same musical taste or whatever. Cause like, honestly, I'm a I'm a hip hop, I'm a R and B, I'm a Odie's, like you know, Odie's in a sense like funk and you know some pop here and all that stuff. But it wouldn't have worked if he was say a heavy metal fan or whatever. Like that's not my musical taste. And while I'm trying to drive and I'm trying to set the like you know the vibe or whatever, you know, trying to relax, you know, cause driving driving be a lot. Driving be a lot sometimes, you know. Driving do be a lot. You got a whole. It can be. You know, you're trying to trying to get there and, you know, depending on where you're at, traffic is crazy, drivers are crazy and stuff like that. So you got to make sure you're comfortable when you're in your you're in your space, you're in your zone, you're in your zone, just like, whoop, 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 right? So, <laughs> um, you know, shout out to him because he was a good co-pilot and stuff like that. You know, if there's things coming up like, hey, you know, make just turn and stuff like that. But one important aspect to, you know, a good road trip, good co-pilot or pilots, right? Um, even people like, you know, if y'all aren't listening to music, y'all can have good conversation for real, for real, like, all right, um, what's going on here, like, or like, you know, well, that's catching up about life, or like, me and him, like, we were just having conversations about music and stuff like that, and different things, like, all right, for instance, who's one of your favorite producers, like, you know, I'll talk about, Pharrell is one of my, if, I, I've said this pretty much on the podcast, I've, I've a lot of stuff I talk about, especially about music I've probably said before, but Pharrell is like one of my all-time favorite producers. Missy is definitely up there too. Um, Tim, like, and I know they all prob- probably, y'all think, you know, similar sounds or whatever and all, but really, it's for, really, for real, for real, it's definitely, it's definitely between Pharrell and Kanye. Because Pharrell just go crazy. It's just, it's just something about a Pharrell, like, it's just, you know when you have that Pharrell beat, and you're, you're, it's just going to be some, like, it's going to be something infectious, especially some of his earlier stuff and, like, some of his, like, more experimental and, you know, especially, okay. And I'm, I'm going to give credit to, to Chad, Chad Hugo, to, you know, Star Trek, because they was doing the hits. They was doing the hits, you know, they was doing the hits back in the day. Still doing the hits to this day. Pharrell still is and Chad and Star Trek. But, um, essentially, all that said, like, you know, discussions like that, good conversation. Like, you don't want no dry conversation, especially if you go on something far. So, like, for me... That drive was like three hours or so, three and a half hours. So for three and a half hours, being in a in a car with dry with a dry person or dry people, it, anybody's trying to do that, bro. Nobody's trying to sit up there and do that, bro. Like nobody's trying to sit up there and, oh, what's your favorite color? Oh, my favorite color blue. Oh, your favorite color blue? Oh, bro, all our favorite colors are blue. Oh, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> We're not trying to do that. You know. Some funny questions, some thought-provoking questions, some, like, you know, different things like that. Things that are going to keep you engaged, especially driving. Like I said, it, it's very difficult. You need somebody. It's, and we weren't driving at night, but especially if you're driving at night. I've been uh, the co-pilot for my mom before <laughs> as she's been driving through the night when my brothers may not have been asleep or, or may not have been awake. They might have been asleep or whatever. Um, so doing that has always been like a, oh, I'm sorry. I'm on there. 
but doing that has always been like an important uh thing to me or like it that's a that's not doing that um having well doing it and having it is important to me especially on a road trip you've got to have a good co-pilot and i already said you have to have the good tunes and music and stuff like that you know if you're not having a good music or a good playlist i mean matter of fact i'm going into in my bag love songs wow (laughs) that's one of the names of my playlist that's why all my that is why all my playlists are private so i can't find them i think Oh, ooh. oh! Some of y'all, some of these y'all can. Uh oh! No, okay, no, it's private. It's private. You can't. You can only see it. Ha! You can only see it if you if you follow me. If you're following me, you can follow my activity. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm looking now at this playlist. I want to see what my my road trip <laughs> playlist includes. It, I have even late night riding music, but uh, road trip chill vibes. Dog, when I tell you, I have. Yup, it is. No, my playlist, it's so wild. It's actually gotten longer. I have 253 songs in here. This playlist is 18 hours. For all that, I could literally. I could go all the way to Georgia and back. Like, because it. They basically, from like. from. Uh, hold on, let me turn this mic down slightly. But yeah, that's that's like a trip to Georgia and back for all that. Like I could literally play nothing but this playlist and make my way all the way down there to Georgia and maybe even a certain part of Florida and come not come back, but make my way there all in one playlist. That's wild to me. <laughs> but yeah, you gotta have the right music, gotta have the right co-pilot, and that's another thing you know about road trips and stuff like that. And just road tripping as an adult, you know, you gotta have the right snacks, right? Because you don't want to have to necessarily stop if you don't have to. Like, if, of course, if you're under a certain amount of hours or you have a certain amount of hours, like if you drive in like a 12, like a smooth 12, 16 hours, you're going to be stopping, bro. Like there's no there's no way to like kind of stop that. But you want to have the right snacks because as you go to these different stops and gas stations and stuff like that, we didn't have to stop. We were pretty much able to go all the way through. Um, yeah, I didn't have to stop at all. You, But as I'm saying is this, as you're doing that, you want to be able to have uh, – you would have the right snacks on deck. So for me, I didn't really have a lot of snacks. I had really mainly water, but I had one of the fire, one of my favorite and most fire snacks around. I had the Reese's Cups on deck, the minis, my favorite. So, you know, boom, you both got all hungry. Take that John out. Only thing is the car was hot. Forgot about that. And that was a hot day like that. Honestly, that weekend was super, super hot that I went. That was like a couple weeks ago. That was like the first or second week of June that I went. Okay, the 19th. No, yeah, it was it was June 5th. It was June 5th that I was down there, June 5th and 6th. So, yeah. So, that was a super hot. So, that was the only thing I probably should have put on ice or, or, or um, found something to keep it cool. Or froze the night before and all that stuff. That would have helped. <laughs> I just had them, like, chilling out. But, yeah, Reese's Cups, definitely. Um, once again... My bro, Julian, he enjoys them just as much as I do. So we were able to smack those and, you know, all that stuff. And it was cool. So good snacks and stuff like that. I preferably, if I'm going somewhere far, and for instance, like, I didn't really think about much prep in this sense. What I probably would have did is I would have probably, like, had, you know, got up the day before or went to, like, say, like, a quick check or something like that. Or even if I have stuff in my house, 
you know maybe make some cold cuts you know have some chips you gotta have the you gotta have the right chips though either for me especially road what's a road trip chip or a road chip road trip sandwich man you gotta have the if you're not doing the corner store stuff <laughs> you gotta have the barbecue lays chips and the right bread maybe like I'm, I'm trying to do my healthy thing so for me it probably be like the the wheat bread but if i'm not doing that i'm trying to do something a little less healthy it's definitely finna be the the potato bread rolls like the sandwich rolls with the i don't eat ham i don't eat pork no more but like the turkey and the cheese on it or mayo or whatever with the all uh, oh, with the glazed chips and a little soda juice on the side i'll drink soda I don't, I don't be eating a lot now. I, I, now, sometimes I do break that. I do eat a couple things. Um, but some things I can't break on, like the pork thing. I've had that accidentally. Thought my stomach was going to mess up. Um, but generally that, and I don't really be drinking soda like that. <laughs> It'll be like every once in a blue moon. Like today I bought one um, just because I was curious. It was like this. So random side note, there's these, um, these little, uh, what do you call it? They're, they're like... Um, they're Coca-Cola's, but they have, like, coffee in them. And I was just like, huh, I wonder what this tastes like. And I was like, this is going to be so awful. It's going to be so terrible, 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 terrible. I want to try it and just see how terrible it is and all that stuff. Or see if it's if it's actually fire. So I bought this <laughs> this Coca-Cola um, caramel flavor. Like, uh, it's supposed to be coffee Coca-Cola, right? It's really all they did, because I look at the ingredients. All they did was take some coffee powder. <laughs> Of course, caffeine, Coca-Cola, mix that joint up together, add a little caramel flavor in there, and that was it. And it wasn't bad. It had, like, a little slight coffee aftertaste, and it's actually not bad at all. It's kind of good. The only reason I haven't, like, just tossed it back or drunk it up is <laughs> I'm a little afraid because it's, like, this is still coffee. So when I got it, it was, like, later in the day, so I don't want to drink it and then be up all night. And then also, coffee gives me headaches, so I can't. I'm not a big coffee person. I have to get I get that type of caffeine, just whatever reason coffee directly it just gives me headaches. So yeah, we not on that exactly. We not on that. We not on. We not on the the caffeine headaches thing. So yeah, but that was just random side note. But yes, yes, you gotta have the right snacks for the road trip. You gotta have the right snacks. Other other top tier snacks. And here's the question: What are y'all top tier snacks <coughs> for the road trip, or if you go on a road trip? For me, I want to have my sandwich, right? I want to have my my little juice or whatever. For me, it might be a salsa water. If I'm not drinking, if I'm not doing that, <laughs> if I'm not drinking healthy, it'll it'll definitely be a brisk tea, like one of them brisk teas that are like flavored or whatever uh, from the store. They're really bad for you, but like one of them Johns, it's definitely gonna be one of them. Uh, snacks, Reese's cups. I love a Reese's cup. That's just me though. I know everybody can't eat peanut butter. Uh, or I feel like a good honey bun is good sometimes. Like if you just want something sweet, right? And chips, like what are some good chips? The smart popcorn. I love smart popcorn. I'm just saying my base with my favorite snacks, but I feel like that's a dope like little little road trip uh, snack to have. Uh, definitely Doritos. You definitely gotta have Doritos. Doritos can go, and I keep saying um. I hate that. I hate the word fillers. But definitely Doritos. Doritos is a great, great, like, really dope, like, <laughs> road trip snack. Especially if you get, like, the variety pack where you have the different ones. You got, like, the... <coughs> 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 
sorry, I guess I was talking too fast. But especially if you have the variety pack, like you got the blue, you got the red, you like the Cool Ranch, you like the Nacho Cheese Doritos. Some of y'all would be liking other Doritos. That's to me, that's not a god. You got to take that with him. Our Lord and Savior. I don't really be enjoying other ones, but you know, do yourself, do you, do do your thing, beloved, do your thing. Honestly, do your thing. We we love to see it, or or not. I'm definitely judging you on that, and so is the Lord. <laughs> so is the Lord judging you on that, but. Pretty much, yeah. Those are are like a a couple of diff or different snacks. So you gotta have the snacks on deck. You have the music. We talk about that too. You have to have a good co-pilot, <clears throat> and you have to have a good route, right? Like you have to have a good route. So a part of driving down to Maryland for me, I gotta have a very good route. You know, even despite of having like so, I think if I would have went directly, it would have been a different type of route just because of like where I'm at like where I live at so I live more I live basically closer to like northern Jersey so like I'm closer to Newark now and I'm like I'm not much further than where I was at before but I guess I'm closer to, we would say closer to north so like I'm closer to like Morristown now pretty much which is like further up north so I guess they would have took me to the highway probably took me to the parkway sooner or whatever but because I was going to pick up you know Julian it took me a different way but it was such a dope like it was it felt like such a fast and like really dope 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 way to go because I think we stayed in in Jersey the whole time I think we we didn't even I don't even remember us going through Delaware it we had to go through Delaware I know we had to go through Delaware but it just felt so fast getting to Maryland <laughs> especially from where um but I think he was only like an hour and a half or maybe two hours or so from where I need to get to. But it felt like such a a really, like, quick ride. And that's good. And that was with tolls and stuff like that. So that's one thing you're mindful of. You got to have a good route. And so if you want to have a good route, generally you're going to have tolls involved. So definitely factor in and count that, you know, as far as those tolls. It can be pricey, especially depending on where you're going and how far you're going and all that stuff. Them tolls add up quickly, quickly, quickly. You know, I think the first go around, I spent like, I, I was like, dang, like $20 in tolls are a little bit more just driving down. And those are the ones that weren't accounted for those stupid, and I'll talk about that in a second, those stupid, stupid, stupid um, easy pass tolls where you can't pay. They don't give you the option. And they have to, they literally say, oh, you can pay later. We'll send it to you in the mail. Even it's not like a ticket or whatever. It's those, those, I, those I despise. So... You know, but an important toll, unfortunately, I mean, not important toll, but a a great, a great, I'll say route, usually comes with some tolls, so you're not necessarily going to be able to get past that. Our, our route was really dope in that regard of like, you know, it felt like a good route, so we had to pay the price for tolls. So, that's another thing, you want to have a good route, you know, you don't want to have this route where you're... You're in traffic forever. You're you're doing all these different things. You're doing all these back. You're, you're going backwards or jumping backwards through hoops to like you know get somewhere. Sometimes those are kind of some of the fun routes though, like the ones that are a little bit more scenic because you see more of the cities as you're driving through them and stuff like that. But it's not always the most effective one on gas and stuff like that, especially if because um, I've done this before when I was broke. <laughs> There's a um, yeah, okay, I remember, yeah, I know the way it was would have taken me now. Yeah, when I was broke, <laughs> or broker, 
and I think this is when I first had lost my job when I when I or first whatever happened. I wasn't working at them when I had my my Jeep. I was like, I don't have toll money, <laughs> so I said, all right, cool. I'm gonna put in this GPS, no tollways, and I'm gonna go to South Jersey to see my dad. And so it was like such a different, weird route and way of going. And it basically, like, it was like some, it felt like some like real Harriet Tubman wading in the water <laughs> type of route. Like it felt like every time there was tolls, it's like shh, 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 shh. there's a toll there. We're not going there. And it just took me around. Like it was just like like avoiding tolls, like there. There, um, let me not do that. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. We're gonna we're gonna leave that alone. <laughs> we're not gonna go further with that joke. <laughs> but it, it was it was my Black Moses, and I appreciated it because it saved me from uh, the oppression of, of tolls <laughs> and the cost. But it also was not an efficient route, right? In some ways, it felt like it wasn't the safest, uh, especially when I was coming back, because like it stormed very badly and so like there's this really sharp turn and I was like I made the turn it was just like yeah and just it was it was really it was creepy it was scary it was very scary not a creepy it was a very scary moment doing that so those aren't always the most effective ones but sometimes you see more but you have to know you have to basically know like what you're you're looking for in a sense and what's important to you is is length important to you like you have to get there like right now is you know is the cost more important because it may not be cost effective for you to take toll roads and you may not have it to take a toll road so what does that look like and what does it look like in terms of like you know are you okay taking another route because you might there might be a route that you're super super familiar with you always go there you went there with your mom and you took that route you always on i-95 or whatever but maybe it wants you to take 78 and you're like 78 78 why would i take 78 or whatever but you know those are the things you got to be mindful of. You got to really think about for real, for real when you're traveling, you know, use your route. And then, of course, let's start talking about, you know, destination or 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 or, or I'll say the ride. The ride is definitely an important part. I'm lucky enough that the car I have, um, I'll talk about car and then I'll talk about my trip and now I'm probably going to end up because I'm, I'm just wrapping long. But like, you know, your mode, if you're taking a road trip, is definitely important. I'm lucky enough I had my car. I was able to take that. And also my car is like a it's a it's a commuter's car right so it's perfect for long distances it's perfect for driving and stuff like that it's mad comfortable i'm not flexing i'm just saying what it is i was blessed enough with that car so spending long periods of time isn't an issue being in that car um i can't say that would have probably been the case if there was another car i was looking at that i would have gotten at the time when i was looking for cars i'm kind of glad i didn't now i actually i'm super glad i didn't now that car would have been a little bit newer, but it wouldn't have been as comfortable and allowed me to do what I need to do. That would have actually been a car. It wouldn't have been an SUV. I have an SUV now. So, anyway, now they're here and they're there. Is that car, that car I have, it's, 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 made for, it's made for traveling. It's made for commuting and all those different things. So, riding in it, driving in it, even like, you know, my friend Julian, um, when he would take, you know, take over, like, he loved driving it because it's also, it's a smooth riding car. It's a newer car only a couple years old miles is pretty low on it and everything like that so it feels smooth and it's not a it's not a noisy car it's not a it's not a very jerky car and all that stuff i have to make sure i keep up the maintenance on it so i can stay that way <laughs> as long as i can but <clears throat> it's it's a, it's a, it's 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 made for that it's made it that car honestly does best on a highway 
it does well in the city and it does okay in the city and stuff like that but on the highways where that car like really excels like it is like the perfect like and that's what i and that's what i kind of kept in mind when i got it you know and i was thinking about it as i made that decision i was like all right cool you know i can go with this and you know i'll know it'll be a good highway car that was with the thought process that i would have a different type of life and job and stuff like that um but sometimes like i said god laughs in your face about that because i thought that was going to be my commuter car <coughs> i really did i thought that was going to be a commuter car like oh i'm gonna be back and forth like an hour and a half every other day or so and you know when when this uh <laughs> oh sorry i think i muted myself accent but like when this situation is over we're going back to the office stuff like that but i'm not even at that job anymore <laughs> i'm at a whole different job you know in a whole different place in life and stuff like that and literally my commute is <laughs> me getting out of bed washing my tail you know taking a shower and then you know getting up <laughs> in the morning and literally walking down like a little pathway and then I'm at my office. And even with me moving <laughs> to a different <laughs> apartment on campus as well, it'll literally be me going like, all right, so I'm walking up my building, I'm walking up this path, I'm walking down this path, down these steps, I'm at my office. <laughs> literally that, so that's the one That's the one blessing, is like my commute is very short. And even if I'm like, okay, you know, I wanna hop in my car, literally a two minute drive not even two minutes like a literally me hopping in the car turning on dude it's probably a waste of gas to do that for me but that's if i just want to and also depending if i have anywhere to go so that's the one dope thing i thought about you know with, move, with my move yeah i'm moving to a new apartment um it's for, it's for work stuff you know different opportunities in a different building or different things that need to be taken care of so that's where i'm being placed this is dope it's dope i appreciate it but uh, let's move on. But yes, yes, talking about my car. <laughs> it's it's perfect for that. So you know, it's comfortable, it's reliable, and stuff like that. Those are things you want to be you know mindful of. And if your car isn't necessarily that, and you know, sometimes it doesn't make sense to take your car. Like for me, uh, if I'm doing a cross, if I were to do like a cross country uh, road trip or whatever, I'm not taking my car, even no matter no matter how reliable it is. Or I wouldn't have, I wouldn't even want my friends taking their cars, no matter how reliable it is. Unless it is the purpose of we have to drive this car cross country. <laughs> Unless that is it, that is the thought process. But um, nah, like it's in those cases, it's just better to rent a rental car because you know, God forbid, something happens, right? Like you gotta, you know, it's on you and your insurance stuff like that. But you're, if you're in a rental car and you're going somewhere far, you're splitting up the drive and all that stuff anything happens wrong with that car it's the car it's it, it the insurance takes care of that you're already paying for the premium stuff like that you get a flat tire you get stuck somewhere you don't have to worry about towing your car back and taking care of it you're it's just like a thing of like they'll bring you another car and you know it's the insurance not the insurance but it's the, the rental company that'll take care of all that stuff so those are the benefits but anything you, you are doing you want to make sure you have a comfortable ride or mode of transportation for for the road trip because you know you don't want to be cramped up in the car if you don't have to you don't want to be like super uncomfortable you don't want to be you know in a car that you don't feel confident and stuff like that you want to make sure you're you're in a good space with that so very very important and then of course you know talking about the rest of the trip like i had to talk about that you know to get that in but it was a dope trip like i really got to see a lot of my friends i saw one of my boys west 
you know, shout out to him. One of my friends, Tiana, shout out to her. That was actually somebody who's on the podcast. So, boom, shout out to her. Of course, Mr. Harris, you know, Dimitri. Dimitri is the one who graduated. Shout out to them. They've been on the podcast before. And all these different things. And it just felt good. It felt good, like, because, like, for so long, and this is my last point, and I'll get ready to get off because I've just been rapping today. It feels good to be back and talking, y'all. I really do. I really enjoyed this, especially, you know, this segment and segment before that. You know, I just like talking my stuff and just, you know, get my opinion. But um, as I'm saying is that it, it's, it, was, it was good to see people like, you know, I care about and I really mess with. Because um, it's been the last time I had the opportunity to be around my Lincoln family. Specifically, I'm talking like my Lincoln family, too. It was in 2019. Um, but since then, it's been all virtual, like, you know, over Zoom or, or FaceTime calls and stuff like that. It hasn't been in person and physical and so it kind of sucked. It, it it really did suck. So to be able to be there in the space and feel safe and comfortable to be in their space, you know, and to talk to them and see them in the physical and be in their presence, it was just a great experience and a dope experience. And it's something I won't forget. And I'm glad that I went ahead, you know, and I had my friend join with me to take that ride because that would have been a long ride, you know, to take. And then also I'm in a space where I'm by myself. I don't really know much about that. I can see myself not being as experimental or not going places and doing things just because of that. And it haven't looked like a very different trip <coughs> than it would have looked like before um, had I not, <clears throat> you know, in a sense. But it was really, it was, it was a dope experience just like being in there. And I just, I felt at home. This is something about being around your college family and your college friends and your adult friends. It makes you feel like, it makes you feel at home. It makes you feel like you're where you need to be. Like, you know, being around your high school friends is a different type of comfort and stuff like that. It's a nostalgic comfort, especially when you're adults and you're like, y'all just doing stuff that y'all weren't doing as kids and all that. It's dope. But seeing some of the people who literally saw you in the last couple of years and helped you become the person you are, who you don't get a chance to see like that because of distance and all these different things. It hits different. It really does hit different. And it's like it's a really dope, dope space to be in. It's a blessing, you know, to be able to do that. And so I'm glad I took that trip. And I can't wait to take more trips. Honestly, I'm gonna do more this summer. Like, I want to take like maybe a road trip a a, a month, <laughs> or more or whatever. Like, you know, day trips and all that stuff. Just be out and about. You know, really enjoying the summer and just doing my thing. You know, I work hard, play hard. So that's my biggest thing is learning to have that balance of working both hard and playing hard. So I think I'm working hard um, and I'm putting my energy there, but the play hard got to match too. And it has to be the right play hard. Like it's, I'm not a person I'm going to play hard and do some random weirdo stuff or whatever or, or play hard and do whatever. So I had to make sure the play hard looks right for me and it's something I want to do. And that trip was one example of play hard. That was cool and different things like that. So um, it, was just a, it was a dope experience. I didn't really get a chance to talk like I don't have like I was just talking my stuff. I I don't I wasn't talking metrics, <laughs> right? Of of a road trip. So oh, I guess the last thing that kind of wraps it up and I'll end off there. I keep saying I'll end off I'll end off is you have to have a good location. And for me, my location was seeing my friends and you know, people are like family. You know, being able to see them, being able to be around them, be able even if it was for only a couple minutes, if it was only for a few hours, you know, but being in that space with them and talking and and chatting with them and all that stuff and just being around them was just like such a dope dope experience you know and just seeing like how they're doing and seeing their homes right because this is like their home like 
and I, I can't wait to share that experience. People come see my home and see my home state and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, this is over here and this is over here. And yeah, this is what we do in Jersey and da 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 being in that space it was just it was dope like and i love it honestly like that little area that little pg county area i'm not i'm not gonna fraud i'm not gonna i'm gonna keep it a buck it's a nice area like you know it's nice like you know nice houses nice living area you know just malls and shopping and stuff like that i saw young people it's a nice little area to maybe settle down and i don't know if i want to be that far up north (laughs) i want to kind of go further south uh, but it's not bad, and also it's a lot of eye candy there. It's a lot of eye candy. I, <laughs> I said, oh, I could find my wife down here. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I did say I could. I feel like I might, you know. Act. <laughs> Don't be surprised. I'm gonna go visit PG County, and all my friends, everybody, must be like, where did you find her? And I, I just went on vacation, you know, and I, I saw her, you know, and we exchanged numbers, and next thing I know, I'm married and I have three kids. How the <laughs> no plan though, but yeah, um, it was good and that's important. Point. Like having a good location and stuff like that, that's how it makes a, a successful adult road trip and a road trip in general is that when you're when it's a positive trip and you have a location in mind, it's something you really want to do. And I really wanted to go to that graduation party to celebrate him. I really wanted to be down there in that space and be and go see my friends and stuff like that. Um, when you're able to do that, it makes it even more, like, you know, positive, and it makes the experience that much better, and then a bonus to that is because of the way it was routed, being able to see my friend, my brother Mui in person, who I haven't seen in, yeah, two years, <laughs> uh, and, you know, see my friend Angel, who I haven't seen in two years, you know, that was a dope experience as well, because, you know, because of COVID, we haven't been able to, and it's only been FaceTime, so that was another thing. Being able to make those trips and those stops along the way is super important too. Being able to like kind of be flexible. And was I dog tired and did I have to work on that Monday? Yes, of course I did. Um, Cause I was stubborn and didn't want to take the day off. <laughs> um, but did I have to do, did I have that space? Did I, was I, you know, did I have to work? Yeah, but was it worth it? Yeah, definitely. I would, I would do it over again. You know, I would probably take the day off afterwards, <laughs> but you know, I would definitely take that trip again. Cause it was a fun trip. It was a dope trip. And I just, I just loved it overall. And I look forward to taking more adult road trips with my friends, you know, being in new spaces, exploring areas, you know, being safe and exploring areas, um, trying new foods and stuff like that. Like for instance, that was something I did too. I'd never been to Bojangles before, and Bojangles kind of hitting on something. It might have been because it's in Maryland, and anything kind of below the Mason Dixon line tastes better. <laughs> because like up in our, our 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 fast food and some of our fast like fast food chains and stuff like that up in Jersey don't be hitting like that. Things that should be hitting don't be hitting like Sonics don't be hitting the same like it does in the South. <laughs> Golden Corral definitely don't be hitting and busting like it do in the South. <laughs> different things like that so for real for real yeah 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 yeah. just it's, it's just an overall experience you gotta have it you gotta do it and i can't wait to do more you know and i definitely want y'all to do it so a couple of questions while i end off and i've been just rapping this whole time well first you know as always share like subscribe live tweet this episode at hashtag aagc uh all caps capital p uh, lowercase o d c a s t hashtag that john and live tweet with that hashtag you know definitely follow me at the underscore black underscore 
the underscore black underscore ambivert a-m-b-i-v-e-r-t that's my personal page on twitter follow the podcast not on twitter on instagram on instagram that's my personal page on instagram as well as follow me on the AAGC podcast on Instagram as well. That's where the, the live the questions will be and different things like that. In general, um, if you want to collab, if you're a creator, you want to have your story shared, please, you know, hit me up, you know, via DM, via email. You can email me at the AAGC at gmail.com. Uh, just work together. If you're a musical artist, you have music you want to highlight, you want to kind of do your own musical analysis of your own music and talk about it. Talk about how you started and different things like that. Hit me up. If you're a large artist, hit me up. <laughs> you know, we don't discriminate here. We we want everybody. <laughs> Definitely large artists. If you're just, you know, if you're into creativity and you're creative in general, you want to talk about that. Let's work. If you want to be, if you want to, you know, do a a podcast crossover episode, I'm willing to do that too. I want to get my name out there. I want to. I want y'all to be sick of me. I want y'all to say, dang, he got another podcast appearance, or dang, he got another guest on the podcast. I am trying to get y'all sick of me, or y'all see me that much that y'all know me. I'm everywhere, everywhere in podcasts. Of course, with quality, not quantity, because quantity is not always great. You got to have quality to it, too. So, you know, but ultimately, that's been my, you know, that's been me talking my stuff. You know, it's been great. Road trips are great. Happy Pride to people's. Um, you know, happy Juneteenth to peoples, you know, and everything like that. And I can't wait to come back for another episode. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Bye. That's been another episode of AAGC.